0: What's going on, guys? It is DJ Pheebs coming to you live from the Rebel Radio Station. I hope everyone had a great midterm week or is finishing off their midterm week strongly. Um, This week, we're going to be going into the Harry Styles self-titled debut album. So for those of you who know me, you know that Harry Styles has never really particularly been my favorite. So this album was a big stretch for me in my comfort zone, which is always super exciting. Um, Don't get me wrong. Harry was definitely my favorite member of 1D, but I just was never really drawn to his music after the band split up. So this week, it was super fun getting to know him, his style, and techniques with the music just these past couple of days. And let me just say, I have a lot of respect for this man. This debut album was released on May 12th of 2017. And Harry Styles, this album was the ninth global best-selling album of 2017 with sales of one million copies. This was a worldwide album. It reached the number one album in so many countries like France, Belgium, the US, Spain, South Korea, Mexico, Ireland, and countless other countries. So it really reached every corner of the globe. And with a platform like One Direction, he had a huge audience to begin his solo solo career with. Um, And so after listening to this album through, I definitely think you can see the ginormous transition that Harry took from his 1D persona to his solo career persona. This primarily... pop star artists made a huge transition into a completely different genre. I think you could define the genre of this album as a soft rock. It's not too intense, but it definitely isn't pop. It's not what one D was, um, which is why I think that so many people were drawn to this new Harry styles because it wasn't what they were expecting or the Harry they had known when he was in one direction. People really did learn a lot more about Harry after he released this album. Um, And was finally a fully independent artist. He definitely shocked a lot of people when he released this album. He's no longer, you know, little boy band Harry Styles. He really is a man in this album with life experience and real feelings. And that is so, so evident while listening through this. So track number one, Meet Me in the Hallway, is all about a a failing relationship. This song is all about Harry reflecting on a low point in his life. I'm thinking that Harry and his girl, you know, had a bad night or a fight. And by the end of everything, his lady friend had reached the end of the line with him, the relationship, and mainly his drug issue. Um, There's a lot of allusions to drugs in this um, song. And I think that was a huge breaking point for her in the relationship. So she kicks him out of her apartment. And I don't really think at this point, Harry understands that the relationship has reached the end. Like it is O-V-E-R over. So he's just waiting outside for her to meet him in the hallway and work things out like she always does. But when she doesn't go out to him, he is left confused and broken. He's not used to this. He's used to her always coming and um, figuring, figuring everything out. But she was done. And so he falls back onto his drug addiction and continues to reach out to this girl despite there being no response like she is obviously not interested um, and he is just desperate for it to work out he does not know any other um, life with especially without this girl in it and I think this girl was keeping him sane without her in the song it seems as though he is left to run around with thieves and is just constantly trying to numb the pain with anything he, get, he can get his hands on and so I think what's really cool about this song is in the last verse, it flash forwards to a future Harry who is looking back at this time in his life, and he doesn't really want to think about it. He doesn't want to think about how his drug addiction cost him, you know, the girl he loved most, and he, he lost the person he loved more than anyone. And so he really does just end this song longing for the love that he once had. number two, Sign of the Times. So Sign of the Times was definitely the most popular song on this album for quite some time. But the inspiration behind the song is actually pretty sad. Um, So what is it? What is this song all about? Um, What is the meaning behind this extremely, extremely popular song? Well, Harry himself tells Rolling Stones that Sign of the Times came from, this isn't the first time we've been in a hard time, and it's not going to be the last time. The song written Um, the song is written from a point of view of a mother who is giving birth to a child and there's a complication the mother is told the child is fine but you're not going to make it the mother has five minutes to tell the child go forth and conquer so really this entire song is a farewell letter from a dying mother to her newborn child not only is she comforting the child but she's also comforting herself in a way she says we will meet again somewhere The love a mother has for a child is something that is hard to comprehend, but I think if you listen to this song, you can feel the love this mother has for this child, despite the fact that the reason for her death was because of the birth of this child.
1: We never learn. We've been here
2: before. Why are we always stuck and running from the bullet The bullet We never learn. We've been here before. Why are we always stuck and running from the bullets?
0: Alrighty guys, so that was Sign of the Times, and I mean it's a great song, you just would have never expected it to have that meaning behind it all. So moving on to track number three, Carolina. So I'm sure many of you Harry Styles fans already know the entire backstory behind the song, but for those of you like me who didn't do too much, re- too much research on this song, listen up, turn the volume up. You do whatever you need to do to hear what I'm about to say. You are about to die. Not literally, but emotionally. So this entire song is written about a girl named Towns who is from South Carolina, hence the name Carolina. So she moved to L.A. to study at UCLA and was set up on a blind date with Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Like, could you imagine just showing up to a date and Harry Styles is literally there waiting for you? Anyways, the two really hit it off, so much so that he decided to write an entire song about her. And so throughout the entirety of this song, you can really get to know Towns and who this girl is and what Harry liked about her. Um... And you can, you can learn and just see pretty clearly that he was actually pretty into this chick. Like, wow. Who would have thought? So others think that this song may be about cocaine. So those are two very different interpretations. I'm going to stick with the blind date situation because that is a lot more romantic and PG. So here you have Carolina.
1: family in Carolina, so far away, but she says I remind of home, feeling oh so far from home, she never saw herself as a west coaster, moved all the way, cause her grandma told her town, better swim before you.
0: guys, so moving on to track number four, Two Ghosts. So this song is my favorite song on this album. It gives off a super sweet, low key, just singing around a campfire vibe. I think this song really shows off Harry's voice and lyrical genius. Rumor has it this song is about good old T-Swift. You know, he mentions those blue eyes and red lips, so how could it be anyone else? So I interpreted this song as someone who is looking at their ex after a while has gone by since the big breakup. You know, you see them out in public. They look the same, but you realize you have no idea who they are. You no longer know them. Um, Both of you have grown into completely different people separately. Um, And so when he mentions two ghosts, I think it's referring to both parties of the relationship looking back on the time they spent together, reminiscing, if you will. His second verse is really him going into some of his favorite moments in that relationship. And I think the way he uses this analogy to explain looking back on a past relationship is so beautiful and amazing. Two ghosts looking at the gravestone of their past relationship.
1: Blue, same white shirt, couple more tattoos. But it's not you, and it's not me. It tastes so sweet, looks so real. Sounds like something that I used to feel, but I can't touch what I see. We're not who we used to be. We're not who. Standing in the place of you and me Trying to remember how it feels to have a heart beat. The fridge light washes this room wide The moon dances over your good side Tired like never known Telling those stories we already told Cause we don't say what we really mean. We're not who we used to be We're not who we used to be We're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me We're not who we empty trying to remember how it feels to have a heart Just to go standing in the place of you and me We're not who we used to be We don't see what we used to see We're just to go swimming in a glass half empty Trying to remember how it feels to have a heart
0: Okay, so track number five, Sweet Creature, is up next. Sweet Creature is really a super sweet song. This is all about a young couple trying to find their way in the world together. It seems as though they are both starting to see that relationships are not as easy as they seem, and normally to fix things you have to have some tough conversations to get through the hard parts. I think the song is almost like peeping into their tough conversation where they're talking about what's not working for them and how to fix it and how to move forward in their relationship. They're really trying to work out the kinks in their relationship because they both want things to work out. And both of them know that in the end, they want to be together forever.
1: Sweet creature had another talk about where it's going wrong But we're still young We don't know where we're going But we know we belong No, oh, we started Two hearts in one home It's hard when we argue We're all stuck
0: next up is track number six only angel only angel is definitely one of the funnest songs on this album i love the contrast between the introduction of the song and the actual song it really throws the listener for a spin when you are first listening you're about to you feel like you're about to listen to this cinematic slower song you know based off the intro and then bam It is not. It is quite the opposite. And so I think the contrast between the intro and the song has a lot to do with the actual meaning behind the song. The girl Harry is talking about is referred to as an angel, which is kind of represented by the smoother intro of the song. But when you get to know her, she's not as good as she seems. Hence the rest of the song, when you are caught off guard one source states only angel starts off sweet and slow musically and then kicks off with some intense rock and roll beats um the serene beginning of the few seconds of the song comes from the idea about being an angel angels are characterized as pure and good the person Harris, harry is singing about is both good and bad She is a kind soul, but can be bad in an exciting way for Harry. Which I think sums up the entirety of the song just perfectly. The girl is always taking Harry for a ride, and he really never knows who he's going to get. so next up is track number seven Kiwi Kiwi is definitely the most rock and roll song on this album in my opinion and I really think that his aggression while singing this song definitely grabbed my attention right off the bat and when you listen to the lyrics you're a little shocked you're a little caught off guard I mean just imagine it's 2017 the only Harry Styles you have ever known was a little British boy running around in ripped skinny jeans singing songs that are pretty shallow and all of a sudden, he's just screaming these lyrics, I'm having your baby, it's none of your business. I mean, like, I when I put myself in the shoes of my 2017 self, I was, I was shocked. I was floored. I think that when people heard this song, their entire perception of Harry Styles did a complete 180. Here's what Harry has to say about the whole pregnancy scandals, rumors that came from this song. He put those rumors to rest pretty quickly, honestly. I just wonder why that is why he decided to write about that. But I think this is a super fun song because you get to know Harry Styles a little bit more and see his side that is not um, controlled by his managers or producers in One Direction.
1: She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes, hardly mixed with a bit of intellect. And all the boys, they were saying they were into it, such a pretty
0: number eight ever since new york is a very vague song it was definitely hard for me to unpack but i think i figured out the overall meaning of it i think harry might have received some bad news and um earlier in 2017 he found out that his stepfather's cancer was worsening so this song might be about that um and so throughout the song i think he's trying to numb the pain and forget what's going on in his life he wants to hear some good news something to distract him something new um just to take him away from the reality that he is facing. He talks a lot about New York, too. So I think that maybe he could have gotten the news about his stepfather while he was in New York. So ever since New York, he's never been the same. One cool analysis online talks about the lyric where he says, there's no water inside the swimming pool, is alluding to the fact that he has no tears left to cry. I think that this song is a super great representation of when you lose a loved one or experience a huge loss in your life and the feelings that you begin to feel.
1: Something Pretend you do tell me something just before you go. Oh, tell me something I don't know.
0: So track number nine woman is yet another big rock and roll song the beat of this song kind of reminds me of benny and the jets just with the abrupt piano and the steady drum in the background in all honesty woman is just a modern remake of that should be me by justin bieber harry has obviously gone through yet another failed relationship and she has moved on to another man And he is breaking. I think the second part of the song, he's letting us see some reasons why the relationship between him and the mystery girl ended. The verse says, apologies are never going to fix this. Promises broken like stitches. So obviously Harry is past the point of apologizing because that means nothing to his ex-lady. Most likely because he has broken so many of his promises that his apologies no longer hold any weight. Should we just just search search romantic romantic comedies comedies on on Netflix Netflix and then see what we find?
1: you, but I know. You're me
0: all right guys so to end today's album digest we are going to listen to track number 10 from the dining room table which is the last song on this album i definitely think that this is the most vulnerable song on the album the entirety of this song is just a simple guitar backing with his voice and then on the chorus when the strings and harmonies kick in it really is a true masterpiece guys this song is so good but this poor man is heartbroken again he has obviously reached out to this girl multiple times, but it seems that she wants nothing to do with him. I mean, you'd think, as a superstar, one girl would like you back. Um, and so later on in the song, he runs into the guy that was supposedly just a friend to this girl, but the boy was wearing a shirt that Harry had previously given to him, her, which was so awkward. So listen to that in the song. And although she has since moved on, Harry cannot get this girl out of his head. He even said in the song, woke up with the girl that looks just like you. I almost said your name. Are you kidding me, Harry? Move on. Someone's got to tell him. So this whole album definitely has a theme of holding on to what no longer exists. Living a life that is always longing for what once was or how things used to be. I think Harry needs to learn how to deal with heartbreak or just find a girl that won't break his heart. Harry, if you're listening, please feel free to hit me up. Um, Okay, so now let's listen to From the Dining Room Table.
1: Woke up alone in this hotel room played with myself Where were you? Fell back to sleep I got drunk by noon I've never felt less cool We haven't spoke since you went away Comfortable silence is so overrated Why won't you ever be the first one to break Even my phone Misses your call By the way I saw your friend That you know from work He said you feel just fine I see you gave him My old t-shirt More of what was once mine I see it's written, it's all over his face Comfortable silence is so overrated Why won't you ever say what you want to say? Even my phone misses your call, by the way Maybe one day you call me and tell me that you're sorry too. Maybe one day you call me and tell me that you're sorry too. Maybe one day you call me and tell me that you're sorry too. Woke up the girl who looked just like you I almost said your name We haven't spoke since you went away Comfortable silence is so overrated Why won't you ever say what you want to say? Even my phone misses your call We haven't spoke since you went away Comfortable silence is so overrated Why won't you ever say what you want to say? Even my phone misses your call
0: well guys that is all i have this week for album digest thank you so much for tuning in this is dj phoebs signing off until next week